We are shows what you know. We'll always watch TV. And if you think we can't, we'll watch more and you'll see. That's why the people of the web believe in Jim from Las Vegas and Jacob from Sweden. Extra, extra, huge tragedy. Commander Waterford's baby girl still missing after dissident arson attack. Also missing two handmaids. Also missing popular handmaid's tale podcast vanishes into thin air. Where have they all gone? Where are they all going? All this and more in this issue of the Gilead Gazette. My name is Jacob Burrows. And I am Jim Scampoli. Ah, I was taken into the back of a van. I was brought out with my good friend Jacob Burrows to the hangman's noose. Luckily, it was all for naught because we are back here after a slight re-education to give you the Gilead Gazette. Yes, and we can inform you now that Gilead is as great as ever. Don't worry about those filthy dissidents, whatever they may call themselves, Canadians or what have you. We're going to set their White House on fire. What's that? They don't have one? Don't worry, we'll build one and set it on fire because we're Gilead. We don't give a shit. We'll set all their White Houses on fire then. Mm, exactly. Have... We're actually <laughs> we're actually here to talk about the season finale here of uh, the Gilead Gazette. If you're listening uh, live, so to speak, well, not live, but if you've been listening along with us, you may notice there was a slight gap there, just a small small gap. Of course, completely intentional, just for us to uh, you know let it all settle in before we get into uh, the actual deets of the episode so we can get a, a, a real great perspective on the season as a whole and to allow you to send in your feedback, of course. I think we're actually going to start out with uh, some feedback from some of our listeners. How, how does that sound? That sounds great to me. Great. So Natasha wrote in, uh, adding her two cents uh, of some cons and pros. Uh, go, well, let's go with the cons first, as she puts it. They're mainly nitpicks, and overall, she really loves the show. Can't wait to see where they go from here. Con. The handmaids talking openly again in front of guardians felt very strange. There's literally, there's literally a guardian standing behind them during that entire conversation, and they aren't being discreet and careful like they were in season one at all. That is definitely a recurring thing in this season. Don't you agree? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, even in this episode to a point, it's not quite the same thing, but uh, in the same ballpark. Uh, doesn't she smack uh, Fred in this in the yep. finale? And yep. like, I understand there is this weird relationship between the, you know, Serena and Fred and, uh, and uh, June. But... And like I get the moment, like it's a it's a finale, so they're giving us a fuck yeah moment because we want that to happen. But then it's also like you smacked him, like he's you know he's whipped his wife and cut her finger off. So I feel like things you know things would really come to quite a head at that point. Yeah, I, I feel the same way that it it was. To be fair, he slapped her for almost no reason there he's actually angry with his wife because of their whole argument um that's why well she slaps him back and i think he takes that sort of more as confirmation that he's right about all women being the worst because he does a little poem from the bible or whatever it is about each woman's hole is a pit and he who falls in shall be lost or (laughs) whatever you know he he says his whole thing there and um i think that's why because he sees it like yeah, I know you're the worst. Like, I have to deal with this, but uh, he did slap her for nothing, though. So it, it is strange. I will agree with that. Yeah, but I, I but I also don't feel like a commander is going to be like, huh, such, oh, I was in the wrong first. Uh, I get it now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like they're, <laughs> oh, yeah, they're not like reasonable people. But I guess you're right. It does like solidify like, ah, my kingdom for an obedient woman or whatever he says in the finale. <laughs> Well, I, I, since it has been a while, I don't recall exactly what the state was previous to this, but I'm sure they're right about to get rid of June uh, because, you know, they need to... They brought her back very reluctantly just for the milk. That's going to stop sooner or later, so... 
Anyway, um, uh, moving on with the feedback here. Another con mentioned was the stabbing of Aunt Lydia. I don't mind that Emily snapped and attacked her, but the writers clearly want us to think that Aunt Lydia is dead, but we know she's not. I mean, she was pretty it was pretty obvious to me that she's not dead. I had the same thought. She's clearly not dead. If you wanted her to be dead, you would have shown definitively that she died. You did the opposite of that. Eh, I don't really have a problem with that. Um... I mean, I was just waiting for that all to be a dream because it was so like it the way it happened. I was like, oh, there's no way this is really happening. Is this happening? Oh, my God, this is happening. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't too concerned. I mean, because it did. It also didn't feel like I mean, that could be a near fatal thing to happen. But yeah, someone could live through it, too. I wasn't too concerned on whether she was dead or not. It was just more like, holy shit, this is happening. Yeah. Yeah, uh, con number three, telling Emily to call baby Nicole, uh, baby Holly, yeah, Nicole. Fuck that. Um, I, yeah, I understand that this is supposed to be June's way of thanking Serena for letting her go, but I don't think after everything the Watersfords have done to June that it makes sense for her to make such a huge gesture when the name Holly was so significant to June in the first place. Literally like two episodes, by the way. Mm -hmm. I feel like the writers did this just so they can set up next season for Fred to try to get baby Holly back since she's going to now be a refugee named Nicole, making her easier to locate. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess potentially that's the thing. It, it is almost a dumb thing, I guess, if they're like, well, it's a baby and his name's Nicole. Any babies named Nicole here? This baby's <laughs> named Nicole. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's a slap in the face, I think. Well, I, I feel like the whole June and Serena thing is very problematic in general, and it's been a constant thing we've discussed this whole season, and I don't feel like they nailed it even in this finale. Um, there's a, it's, it's, I get there should be a back and forth. It's just this back and forth that they do. It doesn't feel in character in a lot of cases. It doesn't it's, – it's very convenient when Serena could be a monster to when Serena can be more sympathetic. And I don't yeah. know that the foundation's there um, – I mean, it doesn't com it doesn't completely kill the show or anything. Like I'm with Natasha, it's more of a nitpick, but it uh, I, I I don't think they nailed it. Yeah, I'll definitely agree and, with that. Um, and, and yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, back to the name, like the name. Oh my god, I'm so, the, I would never call this baby Nicole. I don't care what June says. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. Uh, it is. Uh, it, they do have a great moment. I mean, the moment when Serena catches her and then lets her go. That's a great moment of connection, and this is supposed to be like thanking her for that or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, I it's still in my heart, I don't feel that. Yeah, so. and I mean, maybe we'll discuss that moment uh, a little bit more later. But I didn't, I didn't love it. Okay. And Sounds. again, it could be, it could be one of those. I know it feels like we bring up, we we bring up Breaking Bad and we're discussing any show. Oh, yeah. But with uh, Breaking Bad, a lot of the complaints with the finale was that it was predictable or something or things happened that they expected to happen. And I guess maybe this was just too telegraphed for me that I didn't really want it or, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's my own personal thing. I can't call them for it because storyline things, it's natural for a storyline or a story moments to be telegraphed because that's part of storytelling. Uh, sure. But they played with it a lot. They let the moment hang for a long time. I, I just, I don't know. I again, it just comes back to my own personal thing with the June Serena. I haven't loved this push and pull that we've had with the those characters. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, let's see here. Let's get some pros up in here. Um, uh, wait, yes, pros. Letting Rita set up June's escape and not Nick again. Uh, during most of the season, season one and two, uh, we have seen not only the mistreatment of June, but Rita as well. Uh, but she has, uh, she's been a quiet ally. In the finale, Commander Fred asks where Rita is. During the same night, Commander Lawrence asks where Cora is, his Martha. 
So the Marthas had already put the plan into motion for June to escape, and then they added Emily into the mix once she committed her attack on Aunt Lydia by lighting multiple fires around town. Uh, they are witnessed to everything that happens in Gilead, so the fact that they would band together makes sense. In the book, there is a kind of underground railroad system called the Female Road that Mo- Moira comes across during her escape connected to the Marthas. I do think that the Marthas will probably pay the heaviest price for this, however. Uh, yeah, very true. But also, um, they added Emily to the mix. But also, you know, is it Commander Lawrence that has Emily? I'm yeah. spacing on the name. I mean, but also, I mean, clearly he was well involved in that as well. Uh, it's not yeah. like it was a surprise to him. Like, wait, where are we going? Huh? <laughs> we letting oh, her yeah. go? Uh, but yeah, it's weird because I, oh, I feel like we talked about that there must have been, unless I just read that somewhere. It, it, but it, I, I, had, did they plant seeds to this um, connection of the Marthas, or is this a, or is this a completely brand new thing? You mean that the Marthas helped people get out? Yes, that they have. Well, they, at least that they have some sort of network set up. I could have sworn that we'd already talked about this, but um, I guess not. I can't recall. Okay. I can't recall that we've done that. I, I can't rule it out though. Um, so another pro June going rogue to help save Hannah I mm, controversial I think it made sense for June not to leave just yet especially after that sad reunion and promise to Hannah I really don't think she'll just show back up at the Waterford's house either it just wouldn't make sense I can see her recruiting allies to help her take them down it would have been a lot harder to do from Canada Jim thoughts oh my god like don't even fucking get me started here i'm like yeah you know what it would be a lot hard you know it'd it'd be hard it'd be hard to do from canada don't get me wrong you know where it'd be a lot fucking harder to do in the woods when you're eating bugs and like you know hiding for your life uh i'm not a big fan of this move and I mean, I, this is obviously the big controversial. This is the thing to discuss. This is, I mean, smart work uh, as far as leaving the discussion at the end of the season, obviously a nice cliffhanger to keep us hooked in, see where they're going to go with this. But it's really hard to see the rationale in a way. And maybe it's just because we've built up Gilead in our heads, like the same way that we're w- wondering how they're talking freely in front of guardians or just dar- ducking in kind of a side hallway and they're not afraid to talk about stuff like I'm definitely afraid of Gilead. You know, I just yeah. don't see the the positives without having some sort of like Commander Lawrence being like, you know, stay in my basement or whatever. Uh, I, I don't see the upsides of staying. I, I understand the choice. I understand. It's like I'm not going to abandon Hannah. I've got baby. Holly is now safe. That's one of the main missions I had. And now I need to save Hannah. It just doesn't like she's literally just walking off in the darkness with nowhere to go. Like a second after the camera, when the credits are rolling, if we're with June, she's like, oh, shit. Now what do I do? Uh, I mean, but again, I guess it's because we don't you know, we learned a lot about this world this season between learning about the Econo wives and some of the smaller communities. Because it's like. You know, she was already fucked when she was in that house by herself, given she was pregnant, so it was like an extra thing going on. But when she's almost going to be eaten by a wolf because she couldn't get a garage door open, now she doesn't even have an abandoned mansion to hang out in. I don't know. Like, I get it. I I do understand it's going to make for some interesting uh, drama next season, and I'm sure there's going to be some sort of, uh, you know, underground terrorist cell type thing she can be a part of it's just in that moment with the information we have it doesn't quite make sense i do agree with you um because like you mentioned she has been free inside gilead like i don't know eight times (laughs) no probably more like i mean there's definitely two this season i mean she gets busted out and she's free for a couple of months but it's impossible to get out uh why would it be more possible to steal one of the precious children and then get out i i don't care what's possible she's my baby i gotta do it okay june but like you mentioned jim uh when she walks off we have literally no reason to believe things will be okay literally just have like commander lawrence stay there and like 
have them have a short conversation or something and yeah. then like okay we're going together i'll help you he wouldn't say that maybe i mean and it would probably be weird probably wouldn't be great uh yeah. Uh, and also, it wouldn't be as good of an ending because there's the mystery, there's the yes. intrigue we're, we're all talking about. What's going to happen next? But at the same time, the only reason she won't be back at the Waterfords doing the same thing is that we know the writers wouldn't do something that boring. It's not justified in the universe of the rules of how Gilead works. She Even if she goes to a Martha and is like, hey... I want to be part of your secret underground network. They're all going to get killed anyway, just like Natasha mentioned, because <laughs> they did this thing. Like, they're all going to be hanging on a wall. And I'm sure she will actually get involved, like you mentioned, in some sort of secret terrorist cell. And it's going to be more about, you know, bringing down Gilead from the inside. There's going to be conflicts of, like, I don't care about taking Gilead down. I just want my daughter. And then someone else in the cell wants to, you know, any cost. And what are we willing to lose to take down the thing we hate? All sorts of interesting things, I'm sure. But I also don't buy it in that moment. I'm just screaming no at yeah. my television. But then if she went to Canada, how interesting would that be? Well, I mean, I think there's an argument to be made either way. Like, I think it's just because it's because this moment, even though it should be, it should be this season ending cliffhanger. It's too obvious uh, we're doing a season cliffhanger. Because, yeah, you know, you can't. Do the cliffhanger, but then have Commander Lawrence be like, here's an address. They'll take care of you. You know, like that kills all the momentum you got. But also you're so going for just this moment. And it's not as natural as, say, even season one finale where she's getting taken away. Like that's a frustrating cliffhanger because you don't know what's going to happen. But it's not an obvious in your face. This is a cliffhanger and we need to do it for the cliffhanger purposes. Because I think you could still like, yeah, we can see. An avenue they may go down. I mean, obviously, this might not be what they do at all. We don't have any insider information. But we can all kind of see an avenue of her being in some sort of underground network. And maybe it was the fact that the Martha, the Martha's helped her. And there's this possibility of connection and communication that gives her the hope that she could stay and make a difference. But I feel like you could do the same thing if she's in Canada, like she could still be in Canada and either by the border or, you know, like I'm building a team. We're going back into Gilead. Yeah. Like I would almost, I would be more for that than like I'm staying and there's no one here, but me. Uh, yeah. And here we go. So I don't know. I mean, I get it either way. I understand. And I know they must have something planned and it's going to lead to something. It's just, it feels too in your face. This is a, season finale yeah um uh, got some comments in the chat from jp who says my boys are back i've been missing my gilead gazette i know i paid yeah. for my subscription yes there was just a small gap there correction there was yes. no gap forget about the gap we've always been here and shall always be um and from natasha actually in the chat says everyone says she will always be baby holly i love that yes <laughs> that's great the fans the fans don't agree with june on this one from Peter, such a disappointing finale for me. Team Emily. Oh, I love Emily. I'm Team Emily as well. I, I wouldn't say it was disappointing. I still think it was a good finale. Um, and I even though, yeah, I'm kind of railing and complaining about this cliffhanger, it's I still, I mean, it's still effective. I get why they did it. Yeah, absolutely. So, final pro here from this email. Serena reaps the consequences of what she helped create. While I wish uh, it had been her entire hand <laughs> and not just the tip of her pinky, I like that she finally got to see where her and her Gilead ridic her and Gilead's ridiculous ideology could potentially lead her daughter. She's been living in such a delusional fantasy land, and it isn't until she sees Eden's death and loses her pinky that she understands what she's done. They are really trying to make large character arc, uh, a large character arc for Serena Joy, even if it's hard to process. Uh, it worked for me. Whereas Fred, whereas Fred has turned out uh, to be a real creepy villain uh, all around and escalating his power and position. Um, it's being threatened there. So, yes, um, let's talk about Serena for a bit. Uh, I really felt like she went from zero to a hundred on this, proving that she's a Waterford true and through, like through and through, because uh, they're very dumb. Actually, when you yeah. look at it, um, it doesn't make any sense that she would be this delusional. She's shown as a smart person, and she's supposed to be like that's supposed to be part of the whole thing that you can only. 
like in order to create this weird society where we oppress people we kind of have to be a little bit smart we can't just be the dummies um and she was one of those people and instead she uh, now she's trying to stage this suffragette movement and thinks for some reason that'll go down great and this is after she did you know uh this is after she forged the signature of Fred, and Fred punished her for it directly. Like, she did something that was for the best of the baby, and like, no, it's fine, because I'm doing what's best. And Fred actually whipped her for that. And now it's not just Fred, it's all the commanders. There's no reason to think they would be remotely reasonable about this. So I'm just, like, of course I have sympathy for her when this happens, but it is mitigated by the fact that she definitely should have understood that where that would go i agree um but i also do think it it does play well to the idea of like you know uh, we could build this world to oppress people but you know not me of course like of course i you know i can be a voice of logic and i can get through like i i, I do yeah. like that aspect of you know uh, you're kind of that I guess, you know, ignorant of the reality that you live in because you are, I guess, privileged. Uh, so you feel like you can have a voice and, oh, it's just this small change. Let's just have this rational discussion where uh, we can just do this small thing for us. We could teach them. We can read and write. Like, that's not a big deal. And it's like, no, you idiot. Do you see what you've built? Like, uh, I, I, do, I do get that. But, yeah, it's just been tough because they definitely they play fast and loose with serena and in a way it's it's uh it makes the the working of fred like even more sloppy because they don't even bother trying to give him any type of dimension um it seems like they did earlier because they they were hints that like serena was pushing fred and he was just kind of like uh, you know, a lovable loser or something. And then she was kind of yeah. pushing him to be more mach- more machismo and like, like what a man should be, you know? And I guess that's mm-hmm. still kind of there, but we play around like Serena can go back and forth. Like she can do a good thing and want to put this movement together and teach people to read, but she can also hold June down and tell Fred to rape her. Not, not to say that that's her completely her fault, but you know, she's there, she's the mastermind, she's partaking in it. So, like, when that stuff happens, I don't I don't even want to root for her and think she's great for letting uh, Holly and June go. Because it's like, no, fuck you, you're still a monster, I still hate you. Uh, so, I don't know. It just goes, it, 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 it's, the pendulum swings so much with this character uh, that it doesn't fully work for me, and it doesn't... I'm not buying it either way. I'm just still team dragger by a car. Oh yeah, yeah. or horses down the street. Yeah, or horses. Um, that's uh, that's what we've always been on. Uh, but well, for me personally, um, I I uh, I don't know. She, sh- I know you didn't like the moment when she hands over the baby. Uh, I didn't mind the moment. I felt like for once in your goddamn life, you did something right there, Serena. Um, and. It's just, you're right, though. It has been a lot of back and forth with this character. It's not been a very clear arc. But uh, I think that the whole taking down Gilead from the inside, well, I thought, at least, it was going to be Serena next season. Of course, it's going to be June as well. But, you know, Serena now has, like, I could see how that might make me turn back from the whole drag her down the street with the horses thing, maybe. Because she could go the other way now. It doesn't really make sense for her to just hang around and do nothing after this because she's not that kind of person or well she has been doing that a lot though well plus i mean even her giving up the baby i could see it as a it's it's a greater good for the baby because i do understand that she does care for the child um so Mm. i do get that but even dude even if let me let me throw a scenario out for you serena stabs fred in the back like beheads whoever the next in line commander is and helps burn Gilead to the ground. I still want like after after she raises her fist after she does that, I want hooks to go over her shoulders and a car <laughs> to drive away and drag her down the fucking road. That's where I'm at. I don't even care. <laughs> okay, but after that you're good. You'll have a beer with <laughs> yeah. her afterwards. Yeah. Like yeah, if right, she, she paid survives, you know, it's like a, oh, throw her in the water. If she floats, she's a witch. We gotta kill her. If she drowns, <laughs> she wasn't a witch. So yeah, you, if she survives, hey, good for you. You survived. You still got you got what you need or you deserved. But uh, now I can have a beer with you. Okay, uh, that's fair. We also have some feedback here from Peter C on the finale. Uh, 
<laughs> June, you selfish bitch, selfish bitch, after the sacrifices all those Marthas made in bringing <laughs> you out uh, there, you could <laughs> bring you out of there. You have to walk in slow-mo and rename your baby. <laughs> Unless there's a plan already in place, this makes no sense for her to be so confident in staying. I do agree. Um, yeah, I'm still a big fan uh, of all that this show is doing, but I connected with season one a good bit more. I hope. Um, also, some other various thoughts here. What the fuck was that? I wanted Emily to take over as our eyes and Gilead and Offred to escape, but once she stabbed Aunt Lydia, I knew that was out the window. It uh, was okay. such a fuck yeah moment. Okay, I see what he's... Okay, now, because he's in the chat and he said the Team Emily. Okay, I get what he means by that Team Emily now. I guess that does make sense. I would be all for that as well. I, I'm i a big fan of Team Emily. Because even, like, in this episode when... um, Like, I was totally expecting that they were setting up for... Um, um, what's the Martha's name uh, in in their house? Uh, I'm Rita? Spacing. Yeah. I, I was totally expecting them to set up Rita dying because they made her so, like, cool in this episode. But, like, yeah. not that I thought she was cool. I was like, oh, they're clearly making her cool. Because she even has that moment when she's like, your girlfriend's a badass. But all I'm thinking yeah. is, like, no, she's not. Emily's a badass, dude. Like, she's a kick-ass, badass chick. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, June's, June is a bit of a badass True. as far as Fair giving enough. birth on her own and everything. But but yes, Fair uh, of course, Emily's the bigger badass. Um, so uh, also some just generally scattered notes on the end of the season there. Uh, Peter said episode nine may be the weakest episode of the season. Protests of a couple of thousand. And uh, that's it for the Nazi terrorists that have took over their country. Uh which World one is, is to include episode sorry. nine? I'm spacing. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I guess that would be the Canadian episode. Ah, because gotcha. Okay. He's mentioning like, oh yeah, these letters are what you need to protest when yes. like these weird Nazis have taken over your whole country because they all look to be U.S. people hanging out there and protesting maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the next episode, I cried my eyes out for Hannah and June's reunion. Well done. Waterford is being pushed by Serena to make to be more sinister in the rape of June. I thought they were propelling Serena to be the main villain role at this point. We are shown this uh, when she uh, concedes the prior demand that June had to meet uh, with her daughter. The scene played out perfectly when they met. Agreed. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, and uh, I always thought handmaids are more for power and ego to raise one's status more than simply infertility problems, by the way. Which, you know, that's been proven in this season. We yeah. all... I don't know. It's been really realigned when, uh, you know, the what's her name? What's that? What what was Nick's wife's name? I've, I'm so sorry. Everyone. Eden. Uh, yeah. So when when she, she she actually had a sister too, and we get that in this finale episode of Waterford going like, "You've truly been blessed uh, mm-hmm. with your two daughters," yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because apparently there are kids all over the place and um, making this whole Gilead thing so much more ridiculous. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Cause the thing is with the, the Eden, like with Eden being so important by the end, uh, I mean, like, it's kind of a swerve. It kind of makes sense, but it's also kind of not great in my opinion um, because, you know, I mean, we talked about it a lot. I guess the swerve is because she was set up to be like she was a problem and even June says she's probably going to be a problem and we're wondering when the other shoe's going to drop. But then she ends up being punished um, or, you know, executed, I should say. Uh, but I don't know. I guess, you know, it does work because Serena has a baby now. So it is this whole concern of like, OK, they're, if they're going to do that to her, what are they going to do to my daughter? I don't want to face this same thing. But it's still just it didn't it didn't hit me as hard as it should have, I guess, uh, the way it did with the characters, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, yes, with that that was sort of a mystery before the finale. Like, what was the point of that then? And I think the point was, like you mentioned, to show Serena, even if you're a good girl, you will still be screwed over by the Gilead system. Uh, and so her thought is like, oh, I'll change the system. And then that goes to hell sort of to motivate you and uh, motivate her and show that even if you're pious, you'll fuck up. Because that's the start of the episode here when June comes in with the Bible written with notes. And, uh, you know, June tries to say, like, how is this a sin? She's trying to be godly. And Serena says, no, no, my daughter will be pious and raised right. Uh, but it's clear that 
it, that's not really going to help because this system constrains all natural behavior. So she's going to get screwed over either way. Yeah, um, it is a yeah, good. I, it's a good back and forth because what it's like. How are you going to keep her safe? And it's like you know, I'll teach something about his word, and then she cannot. She can't even read his word. Uh, is like yeah. Jim's response. So, yeah, that plays up pretty well. It does. Again, all this stuff does make sense, even if I don't love Serena's moment. It's it's not so much that I don't love the moment that she gives up the baby. It's just that I'm not congratulating her either. I'm not like, oh, good yeah. for you. I'm like, nah, whatever. You did what you're supposed to do. You did the bare minimum. Get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. So um, where that's some of the feedback we've had. If you're in the chat, please do let us know as well what you're thinking. Um, Peter mentioned in the chat, I'm sure with the hell that this show is, we'll see Rita hanging on the wall at the start of season three. I think. And we'll go yeah. ahead. You go continue first. Uh, and Natasha says, I hope not, but probably someone's going to get hung. That's probably, that's most usually the answer to most situations. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know everyone, like, the common thing is like, oh, the Martha's going to be punished. But I mean, I don't think it's that apparent that they're in cahoots and they're behind this where they would immediately know that's what happened. Um, yeah. If anything, it's kind of like I don't understand how Nick could still be a person that lives in this place anymore, you know, because yeah. he yeah. like I know it's under the guise of like, I got to keep you safe, sir. But he also is pretty threatening. Like it's it's not really a veiled threat to like you're, you're not leaving this house. Um, so I don't yeah. I mean even more so than June. I don't know how Nick survives as a normal. What is he? A, he's a guardian driver or whatever he is. I think the only way is, I mean, we've seen this before as well. Even though Waterford's high up, it's like we can't let people know that June was, you know, escaping or whatever. We have to make up a story. And in this case, for example, just someone being found out in your house doing something weird. It's like you're all going to get hanged then. So maybe he won't let that publicly be known that Nick is, you know, a weirdo. Uh, but he's been pretty passive on that front. And he's been, I mean, completely blind and stupid about Nick saying things like, Nick, Nick wouldn't be this, what? Um, (laughs) Which is bizarre because he knows it's Nick's baby and uh, all of that. So, yeah. I really don't, I really hope they don't lean on that lame excuse again. Like they've used it too many times of how the Waterfords are covering it up so they don't look bad. Because at this point, there's a missing baby and a missing handmaid. There's no, and and it's like, wait a minute, aren't you always losing your handmaid? (laughs) And now your handmaid's gone and your baby's gone? Like, how dumb is Gilead in general if they're like, oh, oh, funny story if we should say, in the fire, the baby actually died in the fire. Oh, my God. (laughs) Whoops. Whoopsie. Like, like I don't know. We can't have this anymore. We can't have them covering for Nick now because what would what would the others say i mean i guess there is the 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 risk of them being hung but i i, I don't know i, I feel like at that if they're gonna hang them because nick betrayed him then they should definitely be hung because they lost a baby yeah i honestly feel like they might do something like the fire you know <laughs> it was all lost in the flames or i guess blame it on you know, blame it on May, May, what's what's the name, May Day and everything. Yeah. Um, and like Natasha mentioned in the chat, uh, that Nick, in that Nick and Rita scene with Fred, he acted like he knew they were up to something. And yeah. they were, you know, they made it pretty blatant in the show, so I don't think they'll go down, down that route, road again. Um, but then, I mean, I'll say this as well, overall, uh, on what we've talked about, if... <sighs> If if June ends up again in the Waterford house in a similar position as before, that would be that would that would really suck. Not just because it's repeating stuff, but because I don't know they're making this decision for her in at the end of this season, and it's such a dumb decision with the facts we have that if she went back to that, or even if she doesn't, it's like you said, it's it doesn't feel completely justified in the situation. So it's really hard to say, uh, I don't know, it feels like there's now a safety net under her. She can't end up at the Waterfords that's, because then that writing was idiotic. That's uh, a great but point. We, but there is no safety net. We don't believe that. And you've done the whole, whole bait and switch so many times of her almost getting away and almost this and that. I actually do get it on the overall, like looking at the season, at the start she almost got away. And 
she got stopped. And at the end, like, she didn't want to get away anymore because she'd had a further connection with her daughter and, and whatever, like, realized, oh, I have to stay and fight this. All that adds up, like, on a character point of view. But as far as the actuality of the world, it, it's it feels like the writers, in a way, have constrained themselves next season because because of this. And I don't know if it's going to go into more, like, oh, let's do, we have to do an attack on the colonies. Like, is it going to be an action-adventure story all of a sudden? Because it hasn't really been. It's been suspenseful and tense. Um, and granted, going to Canada might make, you know, make things weird on that angle. Nah. It is really hard to 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 guess what's going to happen in a way. Well, no, I mean, I think you make a great point. Like, kind of absolutely under no circumstances can June be caught. It really, She really can't because... You can't like there's already but there's been enough outcry over like this decision and how dumb it is. You can't let us be right. Like us, the audience, we can't be right that she's making a bad choice. So and that gives her like that. That's so limiting for them. Yeah, because and it takes away the tension. The show is built on tension. So, yeah, that's that's an interesting that's an interesting point that I don't know. People have actually even brought up a lot around this decision for the end, because, you know, there's the clear like everyone's like, well, what's the plan? What is she doing? What about all the people that helped her? Uh, And you're right. Yeah. From a character's point of view or from a character sense, it, it works because, you know, she did make that decision early in the season that she had to leave Hannah behind for the good of Holly. And now. She does, and then similar when she was in the abandoned mansion, where she decided she had to stay once again for the good of Holly. But now that she doesn't have to do that, and there's a chance to possibly save her other daughter, she does go for it. All that does make sense. It's just situationally, like just because you escape, doesn't mean like there's no, like you have just as much chance to save your other daughter either way. Whether you go now and come back or whatever it is, it's just the in this situation where there doesn't seem like there's any upside to staying that's the tough pill to swallow but i think you're right like dude if they just have her get caught in like the third episode and she's somehow back at the waterfords and they made up an excuse like i don't know everyone's everyone's eyes are gonna fall out of their head from rolling their eyes so much at it so it's like it really can't happen yeah and even like she would be there anyway there's no like, what is she going to make another baby for them? You lost that one. Like, she's, there's a warranty on the babies. You get a new June baby. You wouldn't put them back yeah. with the Waterfords anyway, um, as far as the, what the society would think. But more importantly than that, if that happened, uh, that's not going to happen. I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. I mean, I suppose just knowing she could, that takes the air out of it. She could end up in the colonies. It can be a situation where maybe Serena, like now the Waterfords are trying to help her and they're you know, unwittingly a part of May Day. You could go down something like that. I don't love that idea. I'm just saying, I guess, some of the stuff they can do. But, yeah, I mean, I guess in the end, as far as TV, like the the basically the culture on a TV show and making sure people come back to watch, this is frustrating, but I don't feel like it's frustrating enough that people would... It's not one of those, like, fuck this show, I'm not going to watch it anymore. So oh, no. it's mission accomplished on that end. But you're definitely going into dangerous territory on how this plays out. Because if this plays out a certain way, then it could turn into like, oh, I'm not watching. All right. Enough of this show, you know? Yeah. Because I I get why you'd want to end it this way. Because it is a good setup for season two. But it's like you decided when you started writing the season that this is where we're going to end this season. And that, okay, some of the motivation didn't quite line up. We did a thing with Serena. Whatever. That's fine. When she's staying, it's honestly a fine decision on most levels. It's just the actual practicality of it doesn't feel right. And whenever you make decisions like that... Actually, we talked about this uh, in our Sopranos uh, podcast, Cut to Black. Uh, check it out if you're interested in watching another great show. Mm-hmm. Um, but but if you just do things because they seem cool and don't really 100% follow along with what the character would do... Uh, that's dangerous territory. And I don't think they went completely with what is cool because, like we said, the character arc makes sense. But it is, like, a, a little bit... It's when she pulls up the hood and walks into the darkness, it's like... It's not just, what the fuck? That's so cool. It's like, what the... F- what? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. And, dude, honestly, like, I, my, I got a flash of, like, is she evil? <laughs> She's evil now? <laughs> This is her plan all along. She loves Gilead. She doesn't want to leave. 
She loves. She's she, she's the next Serena. She takes Serena's spot. Ah, I saved the baby, but I love Gilead. Ha ha ha! I'll destroy Canada. That what a twist! Wow, what a twist that would be. Yeah, that would be a twist. Uh, uh, real sure. quick, uh, Commander Lawrence. I mean, I guess it was kind of always obvious that he was a good guy, right? I guess because they leaned into him being so weird yep. that if you just had him be another weird bad guy, you and Kristen talked about this in your, your show that you did, which I thought was really fun to listen to, um, that, yes, she's, uh, like, Emily's there, and he's saying all these weird things. and it, but, but then you did have a point as well that they could have easily just made him another bad guy because <laughs> this show would do that as well. Yeah. So, so there was that tension there. Well, but also it's like they they went too far because I understand when they're walking around the house and stuff and he can't just be like, hey, look, can it? Uh, things are cool here. Don't worry about it. I understand he get that she kind of has to be confused and not understand if like maybe the other shoe's going to drop and it's going to be just like everywhere else. So he, he can't just you never know who might be listening I mean, he's smart, unlike June, who's just talking in a little high. Oh, oh this, let's go down this hallway. No one's here. So he's being, you know, he's being mysterious at home. That's fine. But when he gets in the car and he's just blasting music while she's <laughs> fucking crying and, and uh, upset, while it makes a great scene for a TV show because you have the juxtaposition of the music with what's going on and uh, Alexis Bledel is like really nailing her performance out of the park like it's great like she's she's really great in the show i feel yeah in the like in the end in hindsight that makes no sense at that point why isn't he like chill we're, we're getting out of here baby like <laughs> let's go like why is he still like i guess maybe that's why he's not a good person because he's a good person but he still enjoys like haha maybe you think you're gonna die right now but wait until you find yeah. out you're not I mean, they do. They put a lot of effort into making him really weird, and even though he's good, he's still weird, I guess. So you know, that's interesting, I guess, as far as the character. <laughs> that uh, I'm just a big weirdo. Hey, I'm just gonna send you off there. Uh, but my previous, uh, my, my my previous handmaid, I just murdered. Ha ha ha! Like yeah. he could be, he could be like that. Um, because I'd say he probably wouldn't be a popular figure in Canada either, really. True. Uh, he's he's probably somewhere in the middle, chaotic neutral or something like that. Um, so he's just like, like you said, like why wouldn't he just say, chill out for like one minute? It's cool. Uh, of course he doesn't. He must, he, and he just talks about the music. So uh, what a big weirdo. Well, because even at the point of like, even when they stop and Emily gets out and June's there, she's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, not yeah. even to the point when off screen he's doing like, hey, don't worry. We're not going to we're not bringing you to your death because, of course, she thinks she's being brought to her death because she just stabbed uh, on Lydia. Uh, it's just I, I think I understand him playing mysterious up until that point. Like at that point, there's no reason for him to do that except for the us, the audience to keep kind of wondering what's going on. Yeah, I think. Um, his uh, like his thing where he sits down and asks weird questions about his re her recovery uh, from from being brutally circumcised and all this stuff. That's all not him acting. That's him being the weird guy that he is. And I think he took it as oh, it's going to be such a fun surprise when I don't murder you. Yeah. Uh, so so in a way, I can justify it. But I totally get what you're saying because uh, then he does step out and he's like. Godspeed, like oh yeah. my god, I'm such a serious regular guy here. Yeah, here I am. I'm a great dude. Um, uh, team Annie Lennox in the chat from JP. Thank you, uh, Peter C in the chat. Nick makes me think he's just a bad actor. Miscast or the writers write his character as a weirdo. I think that's. I mean, we talked about that a little bit of how his reaction to Eden was always like the worst. He always had the worst choices as far as what he should do around her. And I guess yeah. he's just supposed to be a smoldering, you know, um, beefcake, I guess, you know? <laughs> sure. That's uh, how I always think of him. I, I don't think he's necessarily bad, but, yeah, sometimes they have him play it bizarre. I mean, and that's some of the stuff they do. Like, again, that they do it big time with this Commander Lawrence here. And, yeah, they'll do it sometimes with Nick just to play around, I guess, and make us guess what's going to happen or, you know, think that – He's messing up, and Eden's going to rat him out. 
Yeah, for sure. And they do get a little moments with with the baby, all three of them, uh, June and Nick and the Holly. Yeah, uh, they they have a moment there, which is nice because uh, you know he. Uh, he finally is about. I mean, he does help with the escape, even though it's mainly the Marthas. And it really did feel like he was very incompetent with their original escape plan. Uh, didn't do a lot to help. Uh, it all went to shit. June had to handle it all herself. So, uh, well done, Nick, on that. And I also think he blew his cover with Fred. So it'll be. There's a lot of things that are like I'm really interested to see what happens here which is i guess the main goal of a finale and most of the issues are sort of nitpicks i'd say the motivation behind her staying is you know the largest one obviously and the baby of course but we just won't accept that uh so that's fine yeah i mean uh, i think it, well, i'm sorry I, didn't it, cut you off. I was just gonna say in a way she, i think she's gonna arrive and uh emily's gonna tell moira like oh she's called nicole and moira's gonna be like no she's called holly because she's just gonna know <laughs> yeah she's just gonna know Still no. Well, and also, I mean, it feels like what? Now she's she's going to run into her mom somewhere too, probably. Uh, I In my notes, I did have like, uh, you know, they're getting out. There's Emily. And then I wrote, no, you fucking dummy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wrote, well, this was also the start of my quick take. I just wrote, June, June, <laughs> no. <laughs> Which is literally my feeling watching this because it's so close. And it's like, I get you don't want to give us what we want, writers. But, like, come on. <laughs> it's just a way. Like, yeah, you don't have to give us what we want, but don't put it right in our face where she, it's right there. And, and it, 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 was play, it, it plays so nice with the finale of season one because it's like a similar truck. And it could have just ended with her now getting in the back of a truck again and sitting. But now she knows where she's going. Um, so I'm like, oh, this is poetic. It's it's like it rhymes, uh, but no, <laughs> yeah. she 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 says no to that. Uh, there, I saw some criticism on. Then it cuts into burning down the house. Uh, is that Talking Heads? I forget. Whatever. Yeah. But um, I like when they. I know it's like a bit on the nose, but I've liked how this show has always been kind of playful with the music, and it's kind mm-hmm. of this weird. Like it works, but it's also this weird meta. Like, yeah, we get it; it's kind of obvious, but uh, I don't know. I I thought it was a fun way to kick in some, kick out some jams as the as the season ends. Yeah, I didn't. I I like that as well. Uh, and I now that you mention it, like, can you imagine that ending and then her saying to the camera, or well, in her head or whatever, like, I'm coming back or something like that. I'm coming back and I'm bringing the whole fucking army or whatever. <laughs> like that would also be enough to spur us on into the next season. Like, holy shit, what's going to happen? That's true. That would also be cool. Cause we've broadened the world in this season. We've, we used to be just with June in season one. We actually have more characters knocking around in Gilead where you can make this work with June being out of it. And you know what? The, the, it would have made great sense actually for her to stay if the other option was logical but the coolness of the moment of her pulling up the hood is totally undermined by me thinking like this doesn't feel right not just in my heart but also in my brain because i'm like what are you gonna do then and not in a way of like oh what are you gonna do but like what are you gonna do because this doesn't make any sense yeah no i completely agree because, yeah, they do. They go for that moment. You know, we get another uh, moment of June looking, you know, through us, the audience, into the camera. And now it's a more like badass, angry, I'm ready to fight type look. But it's it's not I know what they're going for, but it's just not hitting the heights that they want. Because, I, yeah, I'm with you. I'm like, that's why my first thought is she's evil and she loves Gilead. It's not she's going to burn down Gilead, like burning down the house is telling us. It's like. Oh my God, she was with Gilead all along. <laughs> it was a swerve. <laughs> well, that's why she didn't shoot the Waterfords when she had the chance. Um, <laughs> yeah. She did previously hold a weapon and she did have it on the Waterfords. And I'm not saying it didn't make sense in the situation. I'm just saying even then with them in an empty house and you there, you didn't shoot them. Mm. So now you're going to just single-handedly take on all of Gilead and get your daughter back. And I feel like that's going to work just because you need to make this decision, not the dumb decision that it is. Agreed. Yeah. 
Okay. I guess, so I guess that is yeah. that's pretty much the episode. Do you have a lot of other notes on things in there? No, I, I mean, I like we didn't have to go beat by beat, but we pretty much hit all the major things going on. And, of course, we kept going back to the to, to the choice at the end, as it should. That's what they want us to do. So we are we are doing what the writers, writers want us to do. They want us talking about this show. Um, so mission accomplished. Oh, mission accomplished indeed. And what are we going to talk about for the year plus until this show comes back? Surely, Jim, there will be more Gilead Gazette, but what will they do? Just waffle on about season one again? Jim, let me know. Well, I think we, we, we do want to uh, we want to keep this discussion going, want to keep this train a-going. Um, I'm sure a lot of you out there have read the book. We have not, but we do want to delve into the book a little bit. We will be back with another episode in dues time. Uh, if you want to read along or check in, we'll probably, the first episode we'll discuss mo- the first five chapters. Yes. The first five chapters of the book, that is the first chapter is called night. And we're going to read up until and including uh, chapter five called nap. Uh, it's not the thickest book ever. So uh, I, I, I'm, we're not going to make any promises as far as when that episode comes out because we are producing other podcasts, which you can find at showswhatyouknow.com. Uh, but we do want to keep this going. So we're going to have a bit of a Gilead Gazette book club. Please read yeah. chapters one to five if you want to read along with us or if you've already read it. Maybe time for a reread to, uh, to reflect on what they're doing here in the new material of season two. Yeah, it'd be kind of interesting. I'm interested to see, especially like Natasha mentioned in her email, there's a few things they touch on in the book that it seems like they pull these little things for the show and expand upon them when they get chances to open up the world. Uh, So I'll be interested in that, and maybe it'll give us kind of a hint on stuff they want to touch on as they go into season three. Um, And I'd like to eventually, after that, maybe we'll take a peek at the old movie that they put out in the 80s. Uh, see how that measures up. So, I mean, we'll, 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 I mean, obviously we're not going to be going every week, but stay on the feed because we'll be checking in from time to time to give you your handmaid's fix and uh, as we gear up for the long wait for season three. Absolutely. And like I already mentioned, we do other podcasts. One that isn't actually out yet, but that will be out soon that I'd like to give a special recommendation here on the feed. It's called Blank Meets Blank. That's one big project we've got coming up that I'd like you to look up. Just uh, okay, so you wouldn't be able to find it right now, but it will be on <laughs> showswhatyouknow.com. Uh, in this one, we actually draw random words from a hat and we mash it up and we sort of create our own television show out of these disparate ingredients. So if you think we've had interesting thoughts on The Handmaid's Tale, just wait uh, until we try to write a show ourselves <laughs> and uh, you can just see why we talk about TV and not yeah. actually make it. Not yet, though. We're, we're getting there. We're going to get there. And this podcast is going to help us. So once again, that's Blank Meets Blank. Yes. Wow. I don't even... What is, oh, I do remember now what we say. <laughs> oh jim the illusion you're breaking it (laughs) but anyway what were you gonna say to jim well there's only one thing left to be said and i mean who could ever forget but stop the presses